online, on digital, and on FM in Bournemouth and beyond. Buzz Radio. Last night, Nigel Farage and the Leave Means Leave campaign held a pro-Brexit rally in Bournemouth, which left the town divided. With two groups of people, those for and those against Brexit, hurling their beliefs at another, we, held, we had a man on the inside to share what the night was really like. Reporter Jamie Barham is here to talk about his experience about to talk to talk about his experience at the Brexit rally. Jamie, tell me, what was the overall atmosphere like at the event? It, it felt like a community. You could see everyone was so hooked by their every word and their every move. It made you feel a sense of, I guess, unity, knowing everyone in that room was one and the same and believing in the same thing, as shown here by the DUP MP Sammy Wilson. Obviously, they were trying to share a message, so what do you think they were talking about? They wanted to share why they believed in Brexit. They spoke about the referendum, they spoke about the tariffs, the imports, and everything that won them the vote. But more importantly, they wanted the people to go out and make a change. It wasn't just recalling the facts. It was a message to inspire the people and show how important they are in making Brexit a reality. I think Nigel Farage inspired the people the most. Now they tell us they want a people's vote. Well, let me tell you, we had the people's vote. It was in 2016 and we won. So what was the point to the event? Just to start up this following again. They had the support before, and to be fair, I can understand why. They were also charismatic and passionate about it, especially Nigel again. He got everyone so involved, and whether or not you believe in it, you can't fault how strong the following is. I don't want you writing them letters. Go and visit them at their surgeries. Queue round the block. Meet them face to face. Make them feel the heat. Make them understand. Brexit itself is such a controversial topic. Was there anyone arguing about this last night? Not in the rally itself. There was plenty of security at the event. But as you can imagine, there were people outside trying to rally against them. A group called Dorset for Europe made sure they got their voice heard, holding European flags and chanting against the Brexiteers. So, in your opinion overall, would you say that your final... What were your final thoughts on the rally? It, it, it makes you think. Having someone speak so passionately to you about something they truly believe in, it will always get you thinking. But if you're on the fence about which side to take, and really it comes down to taking sides at this point, go to these events, listen to the people who believe with all their heart they're right, and make your decision then. Thank you for your insight, James. Brexit negotiations have reached a deadlock due to the issue of an Irish border. Buzz reporter Claire McCrory has the story. Um, Well, recently there has been a lot of talks going on um, in regards to the Irish border. 
Um, and the concerns are that um, a hard border would fracture the stability of the peace process and create a breach in the Good Friday Agreement. This is because the Democratic Unionist Party has gained an important role in helping Theresa May maintain her majority in the government. DUP leader Arlene Foster is slowing down the talks until she is satisfied with the solution to the hard soft border debate. I said that we wanted to see a sensible Brexit. Now that's some time ago. I stick by that. We want to see a sensible Brexit, one that works for Northern Ireland, but also one that works for our colleagues and friends in the Republic of Ireland as well. So the negotiations have broken down or whether or not Northern Ireland would remain in the EU Customs Union due to the vast economic, agriculture and structural ties to the south. However, there are arguments that there, if there is no border checks in Northern Ireland, it will provide a backdoor for travel between the EU and the UK. So it is up to Theresa May and Arlene Foster to find a balance to make sure Northern Ireland doesn't suffer as a result of Brexit. And the concept of a backstop was introduced in December 2017, essentially ensuring that if there was no agreement signed on the matter, Northern Ireland would remain in the customs union to create a frictionless border with the South. However, there have been many disagreements as to how long this would be in place for and if a permanently separate customs arrangement is needed. The UK have tried to make the backstop time limited, but Brussels claim that the securities it provides are needed until an alternative solution is found. This is where the negotiations are really failing. Um, Sky News Foreign Affairs editor Deborah Haynes had this to say. The Brexiteers we know are particularly concerned about this idea of the Irish backstop not having a fixed end point, not being time limited, with no break clause either. They are very worried that that would see the UK being trapped inside some kind of customs union. So here with us we have Jack. Jack, you were at the rally last night. Do you have any interaction with the counter-protesters? Uh, yes, indeed, I was at the rally last night. Um, funny enough, there wasn't entirely a lot of counter-protesters um, outside the BIC last night. And Connor Burns, the MP for uh, Bournemouth West, uh, in fact, actually mocked the, the protesters outside uh, saying rather pathetic because um, it, it was a small crowd a few placards and this and that but I, yeah if you call it a counter protest then yeah um, Do you think that Theresa May's Chequers plan is the right deal to take for the UK out of the European Union? Well I think the message last night was very important no the Chequers deal is not the right plan Um for the United Kingdom, it was very clear on 23rd June 2016 that we want a clean slate. We don't want to be under EU jurisdiction. We want to take take back control, even though how rather cliche it is. Um, and we want a, we want a, a bright future for the UK. Um, with us now as well, we also have Ellie on the phone. Ellie, do you think that we are due a successful, clean Brexit? Um, I'm not sure there, anything, there is anything uh, that could be called a successful, clean Brexit. I mean, there's never going to be a way that we can exit the EU that isn't going to have implications, whether major or minor, for the entire country. Jack, how would you respond to that? Sorry, I didn't actually listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, all I can say is is that since the first referendum back in the 70s, um, 
we were lied to. We were lied to the fact that we were told that we were joining the EEC. It then became political union. For years and years and years, UK or Britain has fought against um, bureaucracy and wanted to maintain political sovereignty within our parliament. And right now, we do not have that under EU jurisdiction. So it's time for a clean slate. Let's bring back control into our hands. Let's create our own destiny. And let's start looking not at the EU, a small trading block, but let's look outside and let's trade with Commonwealth countries also. Ellie, do you think that the referendum two years was a fair result or anything else? Well, I... I think the uh, referendum two years ago, to elaborate on what Jack said, that was also based on a total lie. I mean, not to mention the £350 million to the NHS that Nigel Farage himself said he never said is not going to happen. Uh, The EU isn't going to give us a deal that makes us better off outside. Why would they? They want us to stay in. There's no uh, reason why they'd want us to be better off without them. Any comments on that, Jack? Well, let's talk about this great £350 million to the NHS. Uh, for one, Nigel Farage did not say that. Uh, his branch was leave.eu, not vote leave. There was still an element of truth around that. Um, although vote leave did not take into consideration the rebate we do get back from the EU. However, what happened to the immediate recession that uh, Nick Clegg said was going to arise? Or uh, a triggering of World War Three? Not not from just the whole Brexit process, but just the fact that if we voted leave on June the 23rd, that was said from the Remainer side, that was going to happen. And oh, despite the chaos at the moment from Theresa May and her flip-flapping Brexit process, uh, it hasn't happened. Any last words on that, Ellie, at all? Um, I think even though perhaps it wasn't Nigel Farage himself, it was still promised on the side of a bus and by several campaigners. Um, and it's, I think it's just unavoidable. It's been proven to be a lie. There have been investigations into uh, several Leave campaigners and I just don't see a way that we're going to leave the EU without it having massive implications for the country. Brilliant. Thank you so much for both your opinions. That's all that we have time for right now. Thank you for joining us.